Welcome to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm Christina. And I am Michael. And we have finished digging out from what I am hoping is the last snowstorm that we get up here in the the northeast. Yeah. <laughs> I think I shoveled like three times and then it still wasn't enough. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a ton of snow. It wasn't a ton. I mean, I think eight inches, give or take, but it was over a long period of time. So it just kind of, you had to keep going out and keep addressing it. But it was fine. I mean, my driveway looks nice now. It's Luckily, it was very light and fluffy, so it was easier to shovel, which I was worried. I was like, oh, it's going to be heavy. It's, you know, it's March, so the temperature's right on the edge. Last time it was like sleet ice crystals, it, not like snow, not like yeah. fluffy snow. It was like dense ice. It was really weird. I'd never seen anything like it before. But yeah, yeah this time it was much better than last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the last storm. That I we actually got. enjoyed shoveling. It's a way to exercise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get me it off is. my butt. It's good. <laughs> Absolutely, it's yeah. a good good way to get out there and get moving around uh Mm -hmm. it's funny because we have a we have a story that relates to that so we'll get we'll get right (laughs) to the stories i guess i'll kick it off with maybe a uh i don't want to say it's a big story in the in the grand scheme of things but it's something (laughs) it's in line with all of the acquisitions happening currently and uh nintendo actually acquires sr now it's funny because I think it was last week or the week before Nintendo said, "Oh, we're not gonna, we're not really interested in any of this, and we're not making big moves." I guess this isn't necessarily a big move. I don't think we're gonna see any difference whatsoever from this acquisition. Yeah, but they did acquire SRD. Now, if you're wondering who the heck is SRD, they're a programming specialist that has actually been working with Nintendo since 1983. They actually worked on everything from the original Donkey Kong to Super Mario Brothers to Legend of Zelda, and even more recently, Animal Crossing and Ring Fit Adventure. They do not develop their own games, but instead assist in the programming of other studio titles. And I'm pretty sure they've worked exclusively with Nintendo. Mm -hmm. So that's why I say you're probably not going to see anything big from this announcement. This is more of like a keeping things as normal. Uh, The acquisition was announced officially by Nintendo, and they said that this acquisition will serve to strengthen the management base of SRD and secure the availability of software development resources for Nintendo. And that's why I say it's like they've already done business like this for a long time with Nintendo. And maybe it was more of a like a defensive move, because what if Sony or Microsoft bought SRD out from underneath Nintendo that could help kind of undermine Nintendo a little bit? So they Mm -hmm. said, you know, we might as well invest in SRD ourselves just to prevent that from happening. We don't want that to change anything. There was no report on what this acquisition cost, which is kind of interesting, especially with the last two that we heard about. Those were big, big numbers, flashy. And this one was kind of just like, no, we didn't, we didn't say anything. Nintendo noted that the acquisition will only have a minor effect on Nintendo's results. So again, just kind of double it down on that idea that this is just to kind of keep things as usual. And in connection to the ongoing acquisition wars, President Shintaro Furukawa said that any acquisitions would need to preserve Nintendo's DNA. So that's exactly what this does. It's helping to preserve Nintendo's DNA. You won't be seeing anything probably uh, in our consumer area, but 
I'm sure behind the scenes, this makes things a little bit more streamlined. It brings SRD into the fold a little bit more. And I think in the long run, it just helps solidify what Nintendo does with their games. Yeah, it just kind of gives Nintendo confidence that they're not going to go anywhere. Because if, yeah, exactly. if they are leaning on them for you know a lot of big titles, like you were saying, if Sony even came if it's in minor. and scooped them up. But, but I'm saying like even if, if Sony came in and scooped them up, they'd be like, shoot, like we're short a bunch of development now or, or whatever. So then they yeah. have to quickly, you know, get their ducks in a row and whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think I think it's good. Uh, it's maybe not as flashy or as noteworthy as the other acquisitions we've been reporting on, but uh, it does make sense for Nintendo to take SRD and, and bring them in. It's interesting, too, because Nintendo did mention that they were going to invest. We were talking about the breakdown of of their financial or fiscal year and what, you know, their plans for the future. They did have a pretty good sum of money set aside for development. So I wonder Mm -hmm. if this was part of that, like this plan to acquire this uh, specialist was part of it, Um, Mm. because then that would make sense as to like why they were planning such a large sum of money for that. But uh yeah, just just interesting. Like I said, not glamorous, but that's kind of when we were talking about like if Nintendo did acquire someone, that's what it would be. It would either be entertainment focused or it'd be something like super low key that nobody probably would really care about or notice. So mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this kind of hits on that. Our next story is a little interesting and brings up, I think, more questions than anything. Um, everybody knows what the Nintendo generation means. Uh, the term refers to the people who first became fans of Nintendo in the 80s and 90s, who are all now, you know, in their late 30s, 40s, early 50s. According to U.S. Army Major, I am going to butcher his name, not on purpose, but Army uh, John Mark Thibodeau, maybe? Sure. <laughs> Um, Apparently, this term also applies to 18 to 25-year-olds because in a recent comment from the major was that recent generations that are joining the Army break more easily. He said, we see injuries ranging from acute fractures and falls to tears in ACL to muscle strains and stress fractures with overwhelming majority of injuries related to just simply overuse. So he's basically, it boils down to him saying that this Nintendo generation that he thinks of as a Nintendo generation are weaker because they play video games. I do think that's, I I think he kind of intended it, but not necessarily in that way. I think using the term Nintendo generation is a little harsh, but I think he's just generally referring to the more sedentary lifestyle of people nowadays. But I don't know. it's It's an interesting term to use, especially when Nintendo is one of the, you know, big names that's actually trying to get their fans to get up and move. Like you see Wii Sports, Wii Fit, Ring Fit Adventure, Switch Sports. There's so many other games, just like boxing games, dancing games. So it's just funny that Nintendo's name is being used in this way. And I don't I don't think we can necessarily just blame video games for all of this. I think there's other stuff that contributes to the more sedentary lifestyle that we have. But I don't, no, I don't know I mean, if I... the term Nintendo generation just makes sense anymore. Uh, it, well, in this context, I mean, this is this is just an in the weed sort of industry nerd conversation because well, yeah. yes, well, this I mean, person said a Nintendo podcast, <laughs> but yes, this person said Nintendo generation. He clearly doesn't mean Nintendo as in like he's just saying people that play video games too much don't 
hold up the way they should be. They're not going outside. Like mm-hmm. for you and I, yes, we think 80s, 90s, because that's Nintendo's when it came out, that's Nintendo generation. Essentially, this major's saying Gen Z, uh, not millennials, mm-hmm. are the ones that are just not doing anything. They're not physically active. They're not going outside. They're not really, like you said, um, you know, I don't know, being physical in any other way. They get yeah. out of school, they go home, they play video games, or they go to work and work in an office or whatever it is. So yes, I think that the idea that it's quote unquote Nintendo generation is just, um, you know, this major, not really, he's, he's just grouping a large group in all together. And for him, Nintendo just means video games. It's probably what mm-hmm. he grabs. But I think it's more like you said, it's just the sedentary lifestyle. There's not enough people out there doing anything on the day to day to strengthen their bodies. So I think that's more what it what it is. And as far as video games, it's it's anything. It's just it's a sedentary lifestyle. We're lazy. People are lazy and uh, they're just not doing anything. It's too easy to just do things now from the comfort of your couch. Yeah, when it's movies, yeah. it's it's video games, it's computer, it's an internet, it's it's all of it, you know. And it's funny yeah, because I saw Wally. a lot of <laughs> I, I saw a lot of people on um, different articles saying, "Oh, this is such a boomer thing to say," but it could be, I suppose. But it, you also have to look at yourselves and say, "Okay, am I actually being active? Am I doing anything?" Like you just said, your lifestyle is a sedentary lifestyle. Going out and shoveling snow was your exercise. You know, that's mm-hmm. when when we have to do chores in order, and that's our exercise. Then we live a privileged sedentary lifestyle. You can't look at yourself, wow, I'm so active. I do all this. No, you don't. In reality, you probably don't unless you make an effort to do it. How often do you go hiking? How often do you go do other things that involve you to move? I'm not saying you in general. I'm just saying I know. I feel like I'm being attacked a little. (laughs) But I mean, it's it's everybody though. So I I do. I go out and hike. I walk with my dog every day. I I lift weights at home. Like I'm pretty active. So let's just clear that up. (laughs) Overall, I just think it is kind of like, you know, a quote boomer thing to use this Nintendo generation label in the way that it's being used. It's not being used properly. Um, And I think that's that could potentially be hurtful. For Nintendo, like it's not fair to Nintendo that this quote is being used in that way, or this label is being used in that way. Um, I don't know. Who cares? I mean, I mean yeah, it's, I doubt it's, it'll who hurt gives Nintendo, a crap but... if it hurts Nintendo because some major somewhere said that the but Nintendo generation. It, yes, but I think it's dangerous that people are just like throwing around quotes and things and labels that aren't meant to be used in certain ways in things like this. I don't think people are. But... I think this person did. Well, okay. Well, think about it this way. Think about it this way. It's a branding issue for a Nintendo, right? If people are going around saying that, oh, the Nintendo, Nintendo generation, they're so weak. They're they're flowers. You know, they're going to crack under having to fight for their country or blah, blah, blah. Like it can be hurtful and especially, you know, in some the way that some people think in this country. <laughs> right. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess I, I this is just one small example. Yes. But that's you know it could start something larger that that's i don't all I'm think saying. anybody i don't i don't think this is going to have any effect on anything i think that the bigger 
conversation is the fact that our physiology is changing due to our sedentary lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I think getting hung up on the term Nintendo generation completely misses the point of the actual what this person's saying. No, They're I'm saying not dismissing that our, what you're saying. I know, but who yeah. cares about branding for Nintendo? The, the bigger thing is people are physically not capable of functioning the way they used to in previous generations because of a sedentary lifestyle. To me, that's a more interesting, whether or not Nintendo is the culprit or video games or movies or office work or the chair you sit in on or the standing desk you don't use or whatever the excuse, the idea that our skeletal systems are changing so that we can't go out and use our bodies the way they were intended is a bigger conversation to have. I think that it's it's funny that they said Nintendo generation because it's like, oh, geez, this guy's so old. He doesn't even get it. Boomer. That's that's, that's yeah. where it ends that's, for me. Yeah. It's like, oh, this guy's just lumping in as a Nintendo generation. Like, OK. But to me, the bigger thing is the fact that our bodies are falling apart. So, you know, I think it does a disservice to what the this major is saying in the grand scheme of things and just shrugging him off as an old kook. Because he said Nintendo, as opposed to the fact like, no, we're seeing people can't function. That's a bigger problem. Also, I do want to note, too, that like if my dad was my, my dad was in the Air Force, if my dad pulled a muscle in the Air Force, he would just shrug it off and keep doing what he has to do. I also feel like these days, if somebody pulls a muscle, it's like the end of their life. And that's how they treat it sometimes. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I I think personal, you know, you have to take care of yourself. You have to you have to really make sure you're healthy and you heal properly. I think yes, in the long run, those things that. take more toll on your body, but it's also not an excuse not to do the things you have to do. You know, they're saying we see injuries ringing from this, this, and this. If my dad had a muscle strain, he wouldn't even mention it. He would just shrug it off and keep working. I feel like people are going in saying, oh, you know, I pulled a muscle. I can't, I can't work today. So yeah, it is kind of like the me day thing, but I mean, in like the military aspect, the fact that they it's a mentality. are it, the fact that if you go to your army doctor or whatever and say, I have a, a strained muscle, they'll be like, okay, well, if you can't work, you can't work. If like when my dad was in the air force, that would not even be a thing. So I think it's, it's a combination of sedentary lifestyle. I think it's people being much more aware coddled. of, 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 yeah, being more coddled. I do think that also the quality of and accessibility of healthcare in America right now is complete crap. And it's been like, it's just been getting worse and worse. <laughs> yeah. So it's a lot of things, but I do. I mean, overall, there's a lot yeah. of things, I guess, but I don't yeah. think the, the accessibility to healthcare is the, the reason for this sedentary no, lifestyle. No, I'm not that saying there is one reason. I think, I think sedentary lifestyle, quality of health and culture in general being more, um, I don't want to use the word sensitive, but I will just for lack of being able to think of a better word. But the people are more sensitive to things in their bodies now. I think it's a combination of those three things that is kind of causing this issue, not just people playing video games. Yeah. 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 Well, I guess if nothing else, it just says, you know, make sure you're getting out there and doing something, I guess. Drop and give me 10 right now. <laughs> I could do it. <laughs> I can Easy. do five. So it seems like Grand Theft Auto Trilogy is getting an update on the Switch. We're going to be going to 1.06. Rockstar tweeted that they're working hard on patches for the trilogy that has been very poorly received, which we discussed a while back that it is just a nightmare and 
basically mm-hmm. not worth even playing. Uh, people that are testing the latest patch seem to have mostly positive feedback, which is good. And notable differences seem to be improved frame rate, which is great, and less pop-up while driving around the city. This seems like a good start, but ultimately, is it a little too little too late? Is anybody, did they hold off? Did they, will they go back and visit it? For me personally, it is just a complete turnoff. I will not be buying it on the Switch at the least, or probably in general. I don't know if I cared that much. If it came out and it had a bunch of extras or was super well done and looked amazing, I would have considered it, but knowing it had so many issues, I I really don't care to play a game that I've already played um, again with all of these problems. Yeah, just the fact that it came out and it was so bad and you know this is their first update finally and it's only improving those two things when there's so many issues. Those are the only two notable things that need to be mentioned. It's just, I don't know. I think it's definitely too little too late. I don't yeah. care. I'm not going to be getting it. I don't yeah. Think. Yeah. I was not, excited not on, at one not point. Not on Switch I'm... anyway. I, I liked Yeah. I, I really like the idea of being able to play and have it on the go, but I don't even it's not even necessarily a Switch problem. I think this problem is on all all consoles, all platforms. So yeah. I just think it's it's unfortunate what they did to uh a very beloved um series and I just I don't know. I'll save the money for something else, I guess, at this point. Yeah, it's just a bummer because like if you're going to go back and, you know, remaster, or I, I don't even I don't even know. Was it a remaster? I can't even remember anymore. <laughs> but if you're going to go back and like do something like this, you have to do the game's justice. If you don't, it's just such a turnoff. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Holy smokes, everyone. So I am deep in the middle of editing the podcast. When as as it happens, we got all kinds of new updates from the most recent Pokemon Presents. So I just wanted to run down it real quick, and I'm going to insert this into the episode while I'm editing because I didn't want a whole week and a half to go by before we got to finally talk about this stuff. So we just got the Pokemon Presents. It was about 14 minutes long. And in it, they pretty much covered all things Pokemon. We heard a little bit about Pokemon Go. It will be getting the tropical Alola region, and we'll be able to start using that or playing that March 1st. Pokemon Masters EX is celebrating two and a half years already. And to celebrate the anniversary, players will be able to scout up to 100 sync pairs at no cost. And from now until March 27th, you'll get 3,000 gems for just logging in. Then we go on to Pokemon Cafe Remix. I'm not going to lie. I don't think I have played with Pokemon Cafe Remix uh, maybe since the first week it came out and that was it. But if you're continuing to play and enjoying it, you will be happy to know that it is also getting some content. Uh, Polipper and Victini, I hope I'm not destroying those names, are making their way to Pokemon Cafe Remix. And there is going to be events inspired by Bulbasaur and Piplup are on the way with more information coming ahead of the game's second anniversary in June. Pokemon Unite is getting some content, as you would expect. There's going to be a Pokemon Day kicking off right now, which is awesome. We will have some commemorative items that are available, as well as mythical Pokemon Hoopa for a very limited time. We're also getting a new QuickTime battle mode, 
And they they did tease the arrival of Durladon as the game's next new addition. Now we got something for Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Nintendo said it would soon be sending out Oak's letters to players as a mystery gift, which is going to allow all of us to have access to Professor Oak himself in game, which is pretty cool. Uh, this item will also allow you to encounter the mythical grass type Pokemon Shaman, which is a cute grassy hedgehog. Uh, and then you can add that to your team if you want. You'll be able to claim the gift starting today. Well, I guess Sunday, and it'll be available until March 27th. Then they went to Pokemon Legends Arceus update, and we are getting Daybreak update. It's a free download available on to, well, today, Sunday, uh, so you'll have it when this podcast comes out. And it basically focuses on a new investigation causing a number of mass outbreaks in the region. You will also have access to new Pokemon battles at the training grounds. And to make the most of all of the new content that we're getting, you will also be able to get 90 free balls, 30 each of Ultra, Gigaton, and Jet by using the password Arceus or Arceus Adventure. Nintendo also announced a new online animated series focused on the Hisui region, which will be coming out later this year. And then to wrap it all up, we got the next gen, Gen 9, confirmed. We got a trailer. We got our first look at the new region, which seems to be inspired by Spain or Italy. And it's being described as open world. This this one looks like it is potentially the game that we have wanted. They are saying open world. They're saying where you could just run around, do what you got to do. Uh, it does make mention that you will be the towns and the and the surrounding areas are are blended. There is no you know hub type atmosphere, at least what it seems like. There's no hub elements. It looks like, or at least sounds like initially, this is a full-on open-world game, which I am extremely excited for. We also got to see the starters, which look like a grass-type cat, a water-type duck, and a fire-type reptile slash dinosaur. I really like these. The duck, eh, not so much, but the cat looks very, very cool. And of course, fire type is my my go to. But I will say that the grass type cat slash fox or whatever it is, is very cute, has me thinking about grass type, even though I will most likely go with fire type dinosaur. Uh, I, I, I like to cheat and see what the the final evolution looks like. And that could be the deciding factor. They look nice right now. I'm hoping that they're they're really well done for their final evolution. And that is Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, which will be due later this year. So my guess is November slash December, we will be getting this holiday season. This will come out. I am excited for it. I'm hoping this is exactly what I want. It may get me to hold off actually on Arceus, because I don't feel like I need it. I think Arceus was maybe a stepping stone to this, and I'm excited to get more information. I'm sure we will see more about this during E3, and over the next coming months, we'll have all kinds of information on this. I cannot wait, but I wanted to just insert this little blurb in here so people can chatter about it. We can all catch up on direct or over Twitter or uh, on the next podcast. 
That's all we have for the news this week. So for the top 10 bestsellers in first, we still have Pokemon Legends Arceus. In second, we have Inside. Third, Cuphead, Don't Deal with the Devil. In fourth, we have Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Fifth, Mario Party Superstars. Sixth is Among Us. Seventh is Minecraft. Eighth, Overcooked 2. Ninth, Lego, the Harry Potter Collection. And 10th, Boomerang Foo, Grilling Spree. And we did have a couple new games that made it into the top 30. In 17th, we have that Assassin's Creed the Ezio Collection made it in there. And then in 28th place, we have Puzzle and Dragons, the Nintendo Switch Edition. Nice. I bet you we'll see Assassin's Creed jump up into the top 10. I hope so. I think I think it's it's doing well. I mean, 17, yeah. it's pretty close. It's yeah. it's coming, it's sneaking in. Let's hope that it's not like the Grand Theft Auto thing. No, it seems I like it's heard better. Anything, it's but... more well received so far. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Well, yeah. more games that we may be seeing coming into the top 10. New releases we're into this week, and we have a few checks. And I'm very excited for the, the first check. It's coming out February 28th. It's called 100 Days Wine Making Simulator. And I believe that uh, I mentioned this. It was on a direct. And I think Becca was on with me when we were talking about this game. But essentially, you're just taking over a vineyard. It's a management sim. You're going to manage a winery for 100 days and focus on sales, production, quality, and reputation. So it's got a really interesting sort of style, very sort of flat colors, but vibrant colors. Uh, Overall, it looks very, very well done. On Steam, it has very positive reviews. So I'm excited to check this out. It looks like from what I can tell of the trailers and the screenshots, it gets very in-depth, which I really like about it. I think that that's going to add to the overall complexity and strategy of the game. I'm a little I'm a little skeptical of the 100 days aspect of it because it's like, am I going to feel rushed? I just want to build a, a vineyard. I don't want to necessarily feel like I'm rushed to do that, but that could just be sort of the the play mechanic that they that they built in and maybe it doesn't feel that way but overall very excited to check this one out gonna be uh gonna be buying this for sure i gave it a double check yeah i checked this one too and it it was the same kind of issue for me the fact that you only have 100 days but i can understand like you know the window of 100 days how good can you do and then you can always like go back and then improve and then see if you can get a better score i like that like kind of competing with yourself so i'm hoping I'm hoping that since that mechanic isn't there, that's what it's there for. Um, for $30, it's a little steep for me, just like just to go and get a new game. Mm-hmm. I'll probably wait and see if it goes on sale, but I I put a check on this one too. I was definitely interested in it. Nice. Um, and then the next game that we both have checked is coming out March 1st. It's called Far Changing Tides. Uh, it's on sale for about $18 right now. It's an atmospheric vehicle adventure that uh, follows the emotional journey of a boy and his ship as he embarks on a voyage to find a new home. You get to sail stormy waters, dive unknown depths, and explore forgotten ruins in a very beautiful flooded world. Uh, This is actually expanding on the setting that was in the first game, which was Far Lone Sails. Mm -hmm. So if I think we did check that one. We talked about that one in the past. So this is kind of an extension of that. Changing Tides, though, swaps, you know, the sun-scorched, dusty um, atmosphere for a more stormy, sea-life-type <laughs> environment. Yeah, it's um, almost like you're on yeah. an actual sailboat, 
Both yeah. both seem to be sort of a post-apocalyptic world. One mm-hmm. is just desert. The other seems ocean, like a water world almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I'm excited for. I, I do have Lone Sales. It was on sale, so I picked that one up, and I haven't played that one yet. Oh, nice. Uh, so I will probably play that. I gave this a check for sure because I really like the atmosphere of it. And it just seems like a game I would be very into. The only thing is I want to play the other one first. I don't think it's a one for one. I don't think you have to play Lone Sales to enjoy changing tides. But I I don't know. Why not? I'll, I'll play that and then jump into this. It's not like I have to have this this second. So mm-hmm. uh, I, it'll be on the wish list. I'm sure it'll go on an even more extreme sale because Lone Sales is currently $15. And I think I bought it yeah, for maybe half bad. off when I picked mm-hmm. it up. But Changing Tides, it looks great. I'll, I'll grab this one. Yeah, they're regularly 20 and they look really well done. Yeah. So that's a, it seems like a really decent price for a game like this. Yeah. And I don't think that um, Lone Sales came out too long ago, like within the last year, I think. Mm, no, it's been around for a while. I think it's Has been it? a, okay. I, the release date was 2019. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, the last three years feel like it's, been one, one year, big so year that's yeah that's why it all <laughs> yeah. blurred together for you <laughs> yeah but again like even still three years later having a uh, sequel come out is pretty pretty cool i hope yeah. they continue yeah mm-hmm. and then the last game i have checked is called the uncertain last quiet day this is coming out on march 3rd michael's birthday make sure mm-hmm. you tweet at him and wish him a happy birthday um it's 15 dollars. this is a futuristic post-apocalyptic adventure puzzle game uh the whole idea is that humans are gone and robots thrive all information about humans is completely classified but you play as one robot who's very curious about humans and decides to try to figure out what happens to them why they are extinct nice so yeah it seems like a pretty interesting story Okay. And I also want to mention that on March 4th, Triangle Strategy comes out for $60. I did not check this because I have not actually finished playing Oct. Well, I didn't even start. I played the demo of Octopath Traveler. And I, while I do love everything about it, I am not in the need, like, I don't feel this need to have another one. Uh, I never even decided to get the Octopath Traveler. So Triangle Strategy just doesn't, um, it, it, I, I just don't need it. I've got other games that I really want to get to, and I think this looks amazing, but it's just not something I want right now. But I felt like we had to at least mention it March 4th for $60 Triangle Strategy, because I know there are a lot of people super excited for this game. Yeah, I mean, Nintendo has had it in every direct for the past like two years. Yeah, it it's been out there for a while. <laughs> it's Absolutely. been hyped up pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go, though. There's a, there's a handful of really, really great games coming out this week. And that gets us to everybody's favorite segment in the show, what we're playing. Christina, what are you playing? The huge Stardew. Oh, boy. <laughs> but I will say, so I'm getting, I'm, I feel like the end is in sight. I have only a handful of golden walnuts left to find um, on Ginger Island. Once that's done, then I can focus on 100%, you know, getting all hearts. I'm really close there. I have like four people that I have, you know, four hearts to go. Mm-hmm. Um, Haley just does not like me no matter how much I try. She does not want to be my friend. Mm. <laughs> um I give her sunflowers. I give her coconuts. She loves them, but she just doesn't like me. It's fine. She's hard to get. I get it. Um, 
And then I think after that, all I have left to do is 100% the Skull Cavern in the desert. And I have two more like town missions to do. Nice. Like like the little quests that are on the big quest board by the mayor's house. So I'm, that is I'm it. pretty that's, close to the that's end. That's it? The game's over? Yeah. Well, wow. That's when I'm going to say it's over because then I think I've exhausted everything that I can do in the game except okay. for marrying someone and having kids. But gotcha. I don't I'm not interested in that at all. So gotcha. So it's it's <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's you've got a lot of hours in it on it, it seems like. So, I mean, it's definitely been yeah. worth worth the uh, the investment. I mean, I just it's at the point where I've played the game so many times and just haven't finished it that at this point, I'm just like, come on, just finish the game so you can finally feel like you can close this chapter and move on to another game and fully, you know, give it your full attention. But nice. Yeah. yeah. But I know you've been playing. You've been playing Stardew, too. So, yeah, I I have been playing. I mean, I'm nowhere near any of that i haven't got to ginger island i i mean i can't even go to you're the in year two dirt. though right i'm in year two yeah yeah i'm in year two i've got a couple fruit trees and um you know Ooh. a chicken coop and uh mm-hmm. yeah i don't i don't really feel like i've always got something to do in the game but like i said i'm i'm very much at my own pace i'm not really trying to yeah like i may spend a whole day just fishing and like I don't have tons of goals. I'll have something that mm-hmm. I want to do. And then if it doesn't get done, then it doesn't get done. I don't really care that much. It's just more of relaxing and I'm enjoying enjoying the game. And at some point I'll I'll get around to doing all of the cool things. I it seems like there's many, many, many hours left that I could go. Oh, definitely. <laughs> there's so many things. You haven't even been to the desert yet, have you? No, no, I haven't. Yeah, even. and that's a whole like thing to even get that to happen. Yeah. It's just kind of crazy. But I also, because we were having a conversation about um, Sean and mm-hmm. why people even bother to become friends with Sean. Apparently, I'm, I'm, I'm almost order- friends with him. He's 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 that's warmed up to me. I I have a lot of peppers, so I just give him a pepper every time I walk by him. Yeah, he's easy. Give him peppers or pepper poppers, and you make those with cheese. And yeah, well, you don't have cheese. I don't have cheese yet, but he just eats a pepper. He, he's fine with his pepper. Easy to please. But we are talking about the blue chickens. Apparently, you don't have to actually like date him to, to get, get the chicken? option to get blue chickens. That's yeah, cool. just as long as you have the eight star friendship so you're basically as friendly with him as you can be yeah. without dating him and there's like a cutscene where you'll see the blue chickens then there's like i think a 25 percent chance that you can get a blue chicken from a regular chicken egg cool i would like a i would like a blue chicken yeah that's the only thing i don't have i don't have blue chicken i don't have an ostrich i got an ostrich egg but i don't know how to like get an ostrich i need to look into that that's another thing i forgot i needed to do you probably need an there's inc- so much in this you need game. an incubator i think to do it don't you oh i have that no i so just i think for some just... reason i can't put or, that or no you know what it's an ostrich incubator i think it's a, a special incubator in order to really yeah i'm, I'm pretty sure i saw somewhere that in mm. order to have it you need an ostrich incubator i could be totally wrong but i i could have swore i saw that you up. need a special incubator yeah because i tried to put it in the incubator in my chicken coop but it, it wouldn't let me put it in it was like you want to eat this and i'm like no no don't eat it <laughs> yeah that would have been bad yeah, that would have sucked <laughs> so i have an ostrich egg. i just need to figure out how to you know crack that thing open but yeah i'm really enjoying the ginger island stuff that's cool I, I mean i just like that there's so much you know you wander around you'll find something new that you yeah. didn't really realize and you'll get something it's just i that's what i like about it i just i don't you know if you jump into the game and you've got your 
you know, your checklist of things to do. That's cool too. But for, for me, part of the fun is just kind of wandering around. I've got plenty of goals to keep working towards and trying to get my, mm-hmm. my, uh, my farm looking nice and stuff, but there's just so much to do that. I feel like anytime you jump in, you'll have something going on. Yeah. I'm at the point too right now where I can go and spend a few days on Ginger Island and then I came back to my farm and it was just so overgrown and there were weeds everywhere and I was like, oh no. Mm. (laughs) Um, It was was a bit of a mess. So I got that under control. But it's like, I mean, you can stay on Ginger Island forever if you want to. Hmm. That's cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm excited for when you do get to that point. Yeah. You probably won't get there for another year or two, but... (laughs) Yeah, in, in real time, not starting. That yeah, time. probably. Yeah, there's. But there's when you plenty. do, I'll be an expert by then. Yeah, I'll, have, I'll come to you, you for all my Ginger Island updates yeah. and news and advice. I also had this moment of like, when you're on the island, there's literally ginger everywhere that you can harvest just randomly. And I was like, why is there so much ginger? Why do they keep gi- giving me ginger for everything? There's got to be a special quest for this. And then I realized, like, Ginger Island. Oh, it's called Ginger Island. Yeah, I makes guess sense. that makes sense. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I have those moments. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. What else uh, have you been playing? Uh, and I also started Voice of Cards. I streamed it a little bit on Saturday. So that would be on our Twitch if anybody wants to go in and watch. It, it's fun. I am enjoying the game. But I will say that it's it's pretty boring to stream. <laughs> uh, it's more relaxing than I was anticipating. I think in the demo they give you, because the demo is not an exact one for one for what you're playing in the game. Mm-hmm. It's more of like these very, it's this one curated quest, but it's it, there's something going on a lot, pretty much the whole time. And I think that I went with that anticipation of, oh, okay, this will just be a role-playing game where the story just kind of keeps going on. But I ended up and I guess if you play the game the way they want you to play it, the story elements would be there the entire time. But I wandered around and I did what I wanted to do. You did some grinding. And I basically grinded. Yeah. And I was just kind of in these woods that I wasn't supposed to be at and leveled. I mean, I, I probably leveled five higher than what I was, what anybody else normally <laughs> is when they go into yeah. that area. Um, but it was fantastic in the sense that I was able to clear the whole area to the point where I couldn't do anything else and then continued on to the main quest. And it's, and then once they told me, oh, here's the thing you need to continue on, I'm already, you know, five levels higher. I'm hitting things way easier. The, the battle wasn't as challenging as it probably would have been because I already did all this grinding. So the 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 cave that I went into gives you a warning that you need to at least be level three to go into this cave or they suggest Mm. that you're level three to go into this cave. I was going in at level six and seven, I think. So for me, it was, it wasn't that difficult, but that's only because I went off the beaten path and just did what I wanted to do. And now I know exactly where I have to go uh, after I got the things I, I got. So I'm excited. I did play a little bit off stream, just clearing an area out, but no story based elements and hoping to maybe stream a little bit today and just continue the story and see where it goes just because I nice. I know it's not a very long game. So I don't want to drag this out for three weeks, four weeks. If I can play it, even if it's a couple dispatch after darks or something like that, then that would be fantastic just to kind of, you know, here's, here's five episodes and the game's over and we'll move on. Yeah. To- or even just like stream it 
hour here, an hour there, and it's just, you know, some progress. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think that, especially for Dispatch After Dark, this would be a good game because it is sort mm-hmm. of relaxing. You could put it on and fall asleep. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's just, it'll knock you right out because I was even kind of dozing off while playing it because it was just sort of, <laughs> you know, you're just, you're just <laughs> battling. You're not really doing a lot. I was watching the stream and I could feel my eyes getting heavier and heavier because it's just so relaxing. There's nice music. And then I'm like, and oh, the- I have to go up and, and go do something and move around because yeah. I didn't want to like fall asleep in the middle of your stream and have you like ask me a question and me not hear you. <laughs> well, and the cards shuffle and it, yeah. it, it just has like a very almost ASMR vibe to it yeah, where, it you know, the, the the voice actors kind of has a nice voice and mm-hmm. it's just, it's a very relaxing game and more than I thought. So yeah, it was, it's not action packed. I will not say it's an action packed stream, but it's just a relaxing stream. And if nothing else, if you do not want to play the demo, it's a good way to check out the game and see if it's something mm-hmm. you'd be interested in playing. So that's why yeah. I, I wanted to give it some attention because I do think it's such a cool, unique, interesting game that I don't, I want people to check it out. There was one point where the cards were shuffling in the game Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like off in the other room doing something. And then I thought you were like itching your beard really oh, close yeah, yeah. to your mic. Yeah. And I was like, wow, he's been itching his beard for a while. What is he doing? Yeah, no. It's... So then I came and I checked and I was like, oh, it was the card Just card shuffling. shuffling. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. overall, very, very good game. Really, really cool so far. And I want to continue the story and see where it goes. Having fun with it. Yeah. Well, that's all of our stories for this week. It was kind of a short week, you know, not a ton going on. I do think maybe everybody over at Nintendo is playing the new Elden Ring, so they just couldn't get out and uh, and, and make any news for us to report on. But that's okay. It's not bad we having a couple bite-sized episodes once in a while. Yeah. If you would like to write us and let us know, do you disagree with this major? Is Can you not believe he would call the Nintendo generation lazy and weak or do you think yeah you know what i probably could get out there and do a little bit more physical activity feel free to write us give us your thoughts on all of the things we talked about today i would love to hear it go to nintendodispatch.com hit that contact button if you want to watch us stream anything that we're playing we don't do it a lot but we do still stream occasionally we go to twitch.tv forward slash nintendo dispatch if you just want to chat with us go over to at dispatch podcast on twitter or go to our discord in the info for that is on our website so thank you so much for listening and as always this has been your nintendo dispatch